Hi everybody, welcome to Busy Living Sober. It's Elizabeth Chance and it's episode 324. And today we are sponsored by Soberlink. We need to talk about alcohol recovery in the workplace. Talking about sobriety and proving it to your employer can be so difficult. And our friends at Soberlink wanna help. If you need a reliable way to present documented proof of sobriety to a boss or loved one, Soberlink can help. Soberlink is a high-tech, portable breathalyzer system that uses facial recognition technology to verify identity. It has unique sensors to ensure that no other air sources are being used, and it sends results directly to your specified contacts. So there's no questioning whether or not you took the test and whether or not you altered the reporting. This is why Soberlink's remote alcohol monitoring system is considered the gold standard. Being in recovery from alcohol does not define the future of your career. Let Soberlink help. Learn more about Soberlink and request an exclusive $50 off promo code by visiting www.soberlink.com BLS for busy living sober. Okay, I missed you guys last week because I had a guest on. And it was great to have Rose on. She's a foodie, and I'm not a foodie person. I mean, I'm a foodie person that likes to eat, but I was really grateful to have her on. She was very informative, and I really thought it was great, especially the cranberry juice. I ran out, of course, and got organic cranberry juice to take away those sugar cravings. But enough about last week. We're in this week, and I'm late, and I'm sorry. I am actually recording today on November 30th, 2022. I've been running around like crazy, so now I'm back, and um, I'm here. And we're a little bit late, but I'm. it's never too late, right? It's never too late. I'm here for all of you guys. And um, so today's topic is riding the wave of life. It has been a whirlwind for the past, um, I guess it was a week on Monday. It was a week, so it's been like 10 days maybe, let's say. And it has been crazy. And I don't know if any of you guys felt like this, but I don't know why Mondays tend to be my day that I wake up in the morning and I freaking hate everybody. I hate everybody. And um, I have all these emotions and I feel like shit. And so when I feel like shit, I, of course, lash out on people, especially my husband. And it has been a lot. I have a lot going on. And um, it's all good. That's not true. That's a lie. It's not all good. Some of it's bad and some of it's sad. Um, I don't know if anybody out there can relate to this. And this, I feel like, is maybe a taboo subject. And I don't feel like anybody ever talks about it. But, like, my oldest son is stopped talking to me. And um, I get why. And But I've tried to, you know, extend the olive branch. It doesn't really work. And so um, he needs to take his time and do what he needs to do. And I wish him the best. And, um, but it's emotional when our kids pull away from us and I'm going through that and it has been really tough. So this holiday season, of course, it was that Monday before Thanksgiving and I was like, ah, I was just lashing out and lashing out. And, um, when we're drinking, we don't ever identify what it is. At least for me, I didn't, I didn't identify the fact that I felt sad. I was just like, get me another cocktail because I didn't want to feel anything. Because I felt like if I felt anything, I'd like become, fall on the ground, I'd become a million pieces. And I've said that many, many times that I've become Humpty Dumpty. So um, getting sober and being sober and having feelings sometimes sucks. It sometimes sucks. It does. And I'm not going to sit here and lie to you and say that it's all perfect. I will tell you this, though. 
getting into action in the waves is huge. So I was, um, so I'm like feeling really yucky last Monday and I actually felt yucky this Monday too. And I was like, what am I going to do? I put a book on tape. I never do that. Um, but I listened to this book by Marianne Williamson and it's called, um, I had to write it down, a return to love. And it was about loving each other. And there was a lot of stuff in there about the 12 steps. And, um, you know, I used the 12 steps. So that was really great because I related to that. And then it had a course in miracles, which I related to that because I had done some work in that. And um, what it brought to the forefront is all we have is this finite time, right? We will always have problems coming up in our lives. We always will. There's always going to be something. I don't think anybody goes through life going, it's all perfect all the time. I think we have segments of maybe, let's say, 10, 12 years that can be really amazing and then it's a couple choppy and then it gets amazing again. But then there's choppy again and then it gets amazing again and then it gets choppy again. And we have change and we all hate change, but at the same time, if we didn't have change, we wouldn't grow. My dear friend Antoinette, who is a world-renowned astrologer, um, who's actually coming on the show at the end of the month, end of, at the end of December, was talking to me the other day and she said, you know, change no matter what it is, is good. And you're probably listening to me going, why is that good? It sucks. Change sucks. Like getting sober, having to change the fact that I don't drink anymore, that sucks. I can't, I don't know what to do with all these feelings. That sucks. I just moved to a different city. That sucks. I moved to a different place in a different town. I, that sucks. Like we can find all the things that, all the negatives that we want. It's in fact changing those negatives and realizing how we're growing from them, right? We, there's no other person like you. There's no other person like me. Nobody else was born in 1968, October 5th, 1968 at Primrose Hospital, especially for an, a little boy, a baby boy, I know that my mother would say. And um, no one has the same exact DNA as I do. Anybody walking on the planet, nobody has the same personality as I do. As I mean, there are probably similarities, but nobody's the exact same as you. And we sit here and we get these challenges and changes in life and we let them define who we are. And we have these feelings that become so overwhelming. At least I can relate to them myself, as I just told you. I, and what do we do about them? Do we say, oh my God, I'm picking up a drink because it's pity party, pity party, pity party, pity party. Oh my God, pity party. I hate my life. My life sucks. It's terrible. Is it really that terrible? Is it really that terrible? Think about it. I hate to say it, but there's always somebody who has something worse that's going on that's worse than you do. We all know somebody that's going through something that's really hard, especially right now. There's a lot of hard stuff going on. And we sit here and we look at our stuff and we get into these, we get into these spirals, right? It's like going down the toilet bowl. It just keeps spinning and spinning. The negativity, the negativity, the I, this sucks. I hate this. Oh my God, it's the holidays. I can't afford any presents. Oh my God, I've got to decorate the tree again. I put up a baby tree. I'm showing it to you in my back of my screen. It's like, look at it. It's like, look at it. It's like a Charlie Brown little fake tree. I used to throw up on Christmas, by the way. I was the biggest fan of Christmas. And I said to Hadley, my daughter, I said, Hadley, I am so not into Christmas this year. And she's like, really, Mom? I'm like, really? I just am not into it. And she was like, that kind of sucks. I said, yeah. 
but it's okay. I feel like for me, I do all the work and nobody really cares anyway. And I, maybe they do care, but this year, Mrs. Claus is taking a break. She's doing mini Claus. But um, why did I even segment into that? I have no idea. But all I wanted to say was that we get to these times and we get overwhelmed. And sometimes we can take a break and we don't have to do what we always did. Sometimes we can change. I'm changing it up. We're in a little teeny apartment. I'm going to be with my kids in a little teeny apartment. It's okay. Um, it might be an adventure. Um, we're going to make memories, which will be fun. And it'll be different. But we all think that different is bad. I do too. I, um, I think that like this whole thing with my son going and not being around for the holidays has been really hard. Like all these feelings. But it's... Um, in some ways, it's the rite of passage. He should go. It's He's got his own life. He's going to make his own family. He's going to do all these things that he's supposed to do. And, um, but in the moment, sometimes it can be hard. And it can be like, I wish it were different. I wish it were different. But it's not different. This is how it is. I can't change it. And I could go into those pity parties like I do on these past two Mondays where I literally get up and I start having the same thoughts over and over again and I catastrophize everything. Everything's just terrible. Um, people are gonna judge me and think that I'm a loser because I don't have a perfect family, which I don't. And um, I don't have a white picket fence around my yard. Um, as I just mentioned, I'm living in a two bedroom apartment in Delray Beach, Florida. Um, and I'm happy, but I have stuff going on. I have life. I'm in the ocean with the waves. The only constant life is those waves, isn't it? Like, I am i don't ever look at the ocean ever and it stops having waves. It might become like a lake. But the waves just go slowly and they go ch -ch -ch. And then it could be really tumultuous and then be like, bam, wave, bam, wave. It can knock you over. There can be like literally underpull that's pulling you. You could have all those days. Like some days you're calm, like the ocean. And you're like a lake and you've got nothing going on and you're really happy. And then some days it's stormy and you feel lost and you feel sad. And we're not all happy all the time. I don't even think we would know what happy was if we didn't have sad. Does that make sense? Like, would we know happy if we didn't have sad? Would we know sad if we didn't have happy? Contemplative, huh? There are so many things out there today that say, you know, I don't know when we all wanted everything to be the same and look the same and act the same, but we're not. And we all live in different houses. We all have different identities. We all have different problems going on in our lives. And that's what makes us human. We're human beings having a human experience. Isn't that crazy? We are allowed to have our stories. Our stories can be relatable, but they also can be different. And the relatability makes us feel safe. The difference makes us judge ourselves. But we judge ourselves in a way that's harsh instead of being like, wow, I'm different, that's kind of cool. I kind of
kind of like being different. I kind of like having a different thing. I kind of embrace my freakiness, right? So we have all the little freak flag to hang out, right? I mean, my I'm wild and crazy lady. Even though I haven't had a drink in over 16 years, I'm still insane in some ways. And, um, but I'm also able to look at things today and go, you know what, it, this, does not, this doesn't define me, what's going on. This is another, this is just another layer of my cake, of my life. We all are here for a finite time, right? We all are going to, we all are gonna one day not be here, right? We're all gonna be, one day we will end up passing away. And, but while we're here, like managing our lives and saying, oh my gosh, I want, I, I, I've been, you know, drinking has been my, my go-to for however many years, you know, I was 37, some people are 40, some people are in 50, some people are 60s. I've been seeing people getting sober in their 80s. Whatever it is that you decide, it's about you and how you feel about you. It's not what anybody else feels. You know, I just, um, I think that Drinking such a big part of our society today, and especially this time of year. And um, I think a lot of people are lonely, and they don't want to say they're lonely. And I think that, I don't have a cell phone near me, but if I had a cell phone, I'd hold it up and say, I feel like that's made life so much. You'd think it would have made life so much more inclusive, but it's become more exclusive. I don't know why. Like people feel less than they judge this phone and they see things going on in social media and they're not allowed to do it. And then we go down that, that road again, we go down that road again and it's sad and it sucks. And we compare ourselves to other people's outsides, our insides to their outsides. Cause we have no idea what it's like to walk in someone else's shoes. We can like guess. I can guess what I think the people are doing around me, but I have no idea. I have no idea. I find myself busy enough with me. And you're like, well, I'm not busy enough. Or I am too busy. Or I'm too busy that I can't even, I'm so tired. So go to sleep. Go to sleep if you're tired. You don't have to keep up with anybody. I watch so many people and I hear so many people say, I go on TikTok at night. I don't even have a TikTok account. I have a friend who said to me, you should be on TikTok. You would be so famous on TikTok, baby. Oh my God. And I'm like, the last thing I want to do is go and be on TikTok all the time to get likes and everything else. I think that if people are supposed to find me, they're going to find me. It's like I've been out there for five and a half years. I think enough people listen to me that they can find me that I don't need to go be doing these TikToks. But I get it. People go into bed and they look at these TikToks and then they aren't sleeping well. And then they're comparing themselves to other people. Then they're not paying attention. The weirdest part about social media, and I can say this as a sober woman, social media takes you away from the people around you. Like my husband will be sitting here being like, are you going to talk to me? And I'm looking at Facebook. What the, what am I doing looking at Facebook? Facebook, like, like I'm voyeur, it's literally, I'm a voyeur in everybody else's lives. I'm looking at these people's lives like I really give a shit. I mean, let's be honest. Do I give a shit? Really not, but I'm bored. So I'm like, oh, this is great. It's like watching reality TV. It's like watching somebody else's train wreck. I have enough of a train wreck if I want to make it in my own life that I don't have to watch everybody else's. But I keep talking about these 
So these are all problems I just listed. And now I want to talk about the action part. So we see the ocean, we see the waves, we see it's uncomfortable in our lives. How do we change it? How do we change the uncomfortability? How do we change it? I have a huge fly hanging, flying around my house. I have no idea. It looks like a freaking helicopter, which just flew by. Anyway, sorry. Not to address, but writing gratitude, doing meditation. You know, when you're walking, you can meditate. Do you ever notice that you don't have anything on? You don't put your earbuds on. You don't put your headphones on. You walk and you just walk and you just look around. It's kind of like meditating while you're walking. You just not even really, I mean, obviously your eyes are open because you're not going to crash into something, but you're looking around and you're just quiet. And you just notice things. You can do that when you're sober. Isn't that so funny? You can do that. You can calm your nervous system when you're sober. Can I just tell you, like even standing, taking your fingertips, making your hand like a tent, and taking your thumbs and have them all just touching like this, calms you. Calms you. So many things, there's so many actions we can get into rather than just thinking in our heads. When I was drinking and I came into sobriety, I was, um, I was talking to somebody in a meeting and they said, don't let the squirrel, like, don't let the, don't go up and party with the squirrels in your head. And I was like, what are they talking about? The squirrels in my head? Well, the squirrels in your head are the thoughts that you have, your negative thoughts that you have constantly. They've also said in different times, like your your head is unsafe territory to go alone. Your head, those thoughts, they're dangerous at times. They bring you down. They talk you, they say, they judge you. You judge yourself. I do it sometimes still to this day. I'm like, why am I judging myself? But I feel it happening and then I have to acknowledge it and say, oh my God, I am having this feeling. I want to change the feeling so I have to change my action. I have to change whatever I'm doing. I have to change the thought process. I have to go to positive rather than negative. I have to take the, the time to recognize and change. Recognize and change. But you can't do that if you keep going back to the same things that you're always doing. I just heard today on um, my class, actually I had class today, that's why I'm putting this up late, and yesterday JF had surgery. So it's just been a crazy, crazy time. He's totally fine, by the way, he's totally fine. But he, um, but that like took the whole day. So now he's home resting, it's all good. But, um, and he's on the men and he feels great. But um, just changing the way you walk to work or go to work changes things. Changing your perspective change what you're watching on TV, change what you're talking about. Now it's the holidays. And if you have kids or family, like pay attention to the people that are around you. How much stuff do we all need anyway? Nothing. I think a lot of people don't need very much anymore. We, we tend to buy all this crap we don't even need. So we buy all this stuff and what do we do with it? It just piles up. Maybe this Christmas and spending a ton of money on a ton of crap that nobody even cares about. Maybe go on a, an adventure with you and your family. What if you went on a road trip? 
What if you went to a national park? What if you went on a trip? You collected all the money that you were gonna give everybody for all these stupid little materialistic things and instead you said, we're gonna have an adventure, all of us together. And we are gonna make memories. There used to be that Visa commercial that said priceless. And how are you gonna to get to that place where you're doing something that you feel priceless? that you is amazing, that you're going to be excited about. It has something for you to be look forward to, especially if you just, you're newly in your recovery and you want to do something really fun, like going on an adventure with your family. How great is that? Because everybody's with each other and you can be present and you can bring up the, you can bring up the energy rather than bringing it down by being like, oh my God, how's mom? How's dad? Oh my God, they're not really here. They're out partying. Um, Speaking of that, I, I just thought about this. I was talking to my daughter and I said, you know, it doesn't feel like you like call me, like my friend's kids call them and you know, they go out with each other and they're, and cause of course they go on social media and I see these people with their kids and they're drinking with their kids and I'm like, oh my God, look, they're partying with their kids. And my daughter said to me, mom, don't you realize you don't party? So why am I gonna like talk to you about partying or even think about partying with you? You don't party. And I was like, oh, right, I don't party. So she made me feel better. She was like, Mom, why would I go and put partying pictures of you up? You don't even do that. That's not something we do as family, is party. I'm like, oh, you're right. And there's so many, like, normal people, and I hate to say normal because who's normal? I'm not normal. But how many people are out there that families don't have a drinking problem and they find they don't even drink anyway? Like, that's never even crossed their mind. But there's this large number of people that drinking so much part of their family. How are you going to change that this Christmas season? And not have it revolve around drinking, but have it revolve around maybe food or games and fun stuff instead of like about alcohol. I mean, there's so many fun things if you're present in your body, especially like if you live somewhere where there's fun stuff. And I'm sure you do. You all live someplace that there's fun stuff to do and stuff you haven't seen. There's national parks all over the United States. And I know all over the world there's places to go. I know in like there's the Alps to go in Europe and you can go skiing. And I don't think it all, I mean, I think you can go to some of them that's not so expensive. If you pick like something that's not as expensive and you just go and you do it and you find a coupon and you save and you do it, fun stuff can happen. But we sit here in these thoughts of like, I'm less than, I'm horrible, I'm bad. This doesn't look like I wanted it to look like. It's not what it looks like on TV with these perfect families. Well, who the hell is perfect? Definitely not those gross Kardashians, sorry. Um, you know, I, it, it, nobody's perfect. Nobody's perfect. I notice on those reality shows, there's so much drinking. I'm like, why do they need to drink so much? I don't understand why they need to portray that their lives are so great, but at the same time, they're all half in the bag. Really? I was half in the bag. I looked like I was happy, but was I really happy? No. Can material, material stuff make me happy? No. It Can it make me happy while I'm shopping and it's like really fun and I get into the mood and I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's fun for the second. That shot, you got a shopping eye. But in reality, does it make me happy? No. What, I want everybody else to think that I'm cool because I'm carrying something that's got a, like, a label on it? You're not going to like me just because of who I am? Hmm. We need to be deeper than this, guys. We need to be deeper than this. 
we are a society that's like totally changing and we need to be deeper we need to be more loving we need to be more accepting we need to realize like mental health's a big deal right now what went on with covid with our kids we need to like double down on our time with our kids double down meaning not in a stressful way but in a fun way in a loving way that isn't all about oh my god we don't have any money we're broke or did like do things that bring you up nobody's flush right now we're all in this together we all are dealing with this mental illness with our society together so how are we going to come together and raise people up we're all like the ocean in and out in and out some days it's smooth some days it's choppy but paying attention to the people that are hurting is so important because so many young people are so sad that they're like look at me 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 they think that they think that the phone's real they think that having likes makes them popular makes them like themselves and then if somebody doesn't like them they do drastic things because they don't get it we need to hang out and talk to each other and tell each other this we need to be honest with each other and say oh my gosh that social media thing that I saw made me feel really uncomfortable. It made me really sad when I saw all my friends going out to this thing and I wasn't included. When I was in high school, nobody knew that somebody wasn't invited to a party. Nobody knew. You got to school and people were talking about a party and you weren't invited. And you're like, oh, well, it's over now. What am I going to talk about now? I can't worry about it. But we sit here and we think we need to keep like social media gives us this ability to go out there and tell everybody what they're doing nobody gives a shit sorry you're all you're doing most of the time is hurting someone you're trying to say look at me i'm rich i'm famous no you're not who cares if you are you anyway are you paying my tax bill last i checked no so it doesn't matter we need to be like when we go and we put stuff on social make, make sure you realize like what you're putting up there and realize that it could hurt somebody's feelings and i know we don't have to worry about everybody's feelings but sometimes we do Especially when we're living in a place right now that everybody's so goddamn sensitive. Well, maybe they wouldn't be so sensitive if we sat down and we talked to our kids and we said, you know, you don't have to worry about what everybody else says. It's just a blip. It's just a post. Just words. It means nothing. Just words on a text. But you're riling people up and getting people feeling upset and sad. And it's not worth it. Which then feeds into your psyche and takes you down that toilet bowl I first started talking about today. Where I felt because my son doesn't talk to me, it's not the perfect family. Like everything, throw everything baby out with bathwater. It's a piece of shit. Let's be terrible. I'm going to go feel sorry for myself. It doesn't do anything. I have two other kids. That it's okay. Maybe one day it'll be all of them not talking to me. I pray it's not, but God forbid. You know, if it was, I would at least be alert, aware of it. And know that this is just the way it's supposed to be today. There's this acceptance prayer. And it's so huge. And I haven't mentioned it in a really long time. But I really believe acceptance is the answer to all of my prayers today. All of my problems. Acceptance. Life is exactly the way it's supposed to be. And you're like, no, it's not. It's not supposed to look this. Well, yes, it is. It's exactly how it's supposed to be. Trust me. And if you want to change the way you're feeling, turn your feet. Take your body a different way. Write a gratitude list. Find things to be happy about. Take the time to figure out what makes you tick. What makes you happy. Get outside. 
go for a walk. It makes you feel better. It's known to make it's like scientifically, it makes you feel better to get your body into action. Get into action. Move. Don't just sit there. Sitting there does nothing. You're not getting gaining anything. And you're like, well, it's snowing or it's raining. Who cares? It's beautiful to walk in the rain. It's like you can listen to that song. Singing in the rain. Just singing in the rain. What a glorious feeling. I'm happy again. Old song. Bing Crosby, I think. But doing that. Right now it's Christmas time. Put on Christmas music, your favorite Christmas album, and listen to it at 10. Watch The Wizard of Oz. Watch The Sound of Music. Watch an old movie that you love. Watch Home for the Holidays. I just crack up every time I watch that movie. Watch Family Stone. There's a couple new other Christmas movies that are out. Elf's always one of my favorites to put me in a good mood. So many things to get you out of this negative thinking, but you got to get into action to do it. You've got to do it yourself. you got to get up, turn the movie on. you got to get up, walk out, go get some popcorn, come back, sit down, get happy. Turn off the stupid cell phone. Turn it off. Make yourself, like, give yourself a day that you're not going to look at your cell phone. Sunday's my day. I'm starting this Sunday. See if you can do this. Starting this Sunday, I'm going to get up, look at my phone, and I'm turning it off the rest of the day, and I'll get back to it on Monday. What do I, who do I need to talk to? No one. My kids, maybe. Maybe my kids will call. But that would be the only people that I would talk to are my kids. Because, you know, Sunday's a special day. Take time for you. Realize that you are like the waves. It's going to be constantly changing. Accept it. It's okay. Everybody's going through it. Nobody's going through this unscathed. Everybody's got something. But how are you going to manage in your boat in those waves? What are you going to do? Are you going to listen to podcasts? Listen to Busy? Listen to the book I just mentioned by Marianne Williamson. Do something to change it, to change your thinking. You are the only person that can do it. And you know what? When you're sober, you can do that. When you're drinking, there's no choice. You're done. You're like off to the races. But if you're sober, you can change it. So change it today. Change it today, this week. By the way, I have a last question I want to ask you guys. If you're listening to this and you care at all about anything, for me, I just want you to do one gift for me. If you can think of a word besides coach, can you send me a word that's besides coach? That means kind of the same thing. Can you send it to me? Email me at elizabeth at elizabethchance.com or email me anytime and I promise I'll write you right back. You are not alone. I promise you that. You will get through this. It's just doing it one day at a time. One day. Some days it's one minute at a time. Some days it's one hour at a time. Just take it easy on you. Fall in love with you. Take care of you. And have a fabulous week. And coming up a weekend. And the next week, I'll talk to you next Wednesday. And until then, keep getting busy, living sober, and having fun. And smiling. And not staying in the miserable. Get into happy. All right? Get into happy. Change your thinking. Find the gratitude instead of the negativity. Until next time, you guys, keep getting busy. Take care. Bye.